You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. This is America Trends. I'm Barry Nussbaum filling in tonight for Dr. Gina. Our poll question today, do you think the world will be safer under a Trump presidency? Yes or no? Vote in that poll at U2America.com or use the U2America app available now on Apple and Android devices. Download it now if you don't already have it. So joining me now from Seattle, Washington, is Dr. Joseph Castleberry. He's the president of Northwest University and the author of the book, The New Pilgrims, How Immigrants Are Renewing America's Faith and Values. Welcome to the show, Dr. Castleberry. Hey, it's a real pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So let's go right into it, huh? In the first of its kind, Homeland Security has trained Texas police officers to deal with riots. Tell us about that. Well, I'm sure that's attached to the uh, happenings in Los Angeles last week in which you had a few hundred uh, Latino pro protesters uh, at a Donald Trump event uh, who were letting him, let him, letting him know and letting all the rest of us know that they're upset about the things that he has had to say about Mexicans in his campaign. And uh, it, it, I would expect that that's going to continue throughout the electoral campaign. So it is good for police uh, departments to be ready for it. So we've got uh, the U.S. government working with more local law enforcement for the first time. Well, it certainly makes sense, doesn't it? Sure does. I so, lived in Ecuador a few years ago, and the, the government collapsed, and I literally watched the police and the army fight each other in the streets. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's how bad it can get when people uh, are not uh, living under the rule of law. Got it. So journalists are now facing threats of violence, too, whether it's an attack by a protester or an unjustified arrest. Can you uh, give us your feedback? Well, this uh, this election cycle has gotten really contentious, and you know part of it has been uh, fueled by Donald Trump's own uh, tough guy uh, uh, routine with his with his followers that some people have taken real offense to, and some of it, it comes from a genuine frustration and, and outrage from people who feel like that they they and their heritage and their people have been mis been uh, maligned. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're getting. So. What's being done now that Trump is the nominee? What, what precautions are being taken for the uh, GOP National Convention in Cleveland this coming July? Well, those of us who watched the 1968 uh, Democratic Convention uh, way back when, I was an eight-year-old boy watching it with rapt interest. And uh, those of us who saw that know that political conventions can get very contentious. So certainly the police in, Cle in Cleveland need to do everything possible, possible to be ready, to, you know, have tear gas and other uh, crowd control measures uh, ready to go. Uh, we hope it won't come to that, um, but, but it certainly could, and you've got to be prepared. All right, well, doctor, here's the big question then on this subject. Who's really behind these demonstrations? I've never seen anything like this against a specific candidate with this much violence. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of speculation and evidence that appears to lead to George Soros. Uh, the money trail goes to him. What are your thoughts? Well, it's certainly possible that he has had some funding role behind this. It, it, you know, the same rumors were in effect uh, for the Ferguson uh, riots and, and, and other occasions. Uh, it, it's certainly possible, but I, I haven't seen the evidence that would prove that or, or even strongly suggest it. But it, it certainly could be. Who knows? Well, you know what we're seeing, uh, Doctor, is there's a, um, 
an interesting phenomenon where you interview these guys that are the professional rioters, the ones that are destroying police cars and blowing out windows and throwing rocks, and they're being told that they were recruited in some cases, I think, off Craigslist and told uh, that uh, make as much noise as possible because when they're asked what are their issues, they really don't even have an issue. They're just showing up to uh, professionally riot. Uh, yeah, we're used to that in Seattle. We live uh, live with that every May Day, and uh, it's sometimes at other occasions uh, where uh, there are local supposed anarchists and others who enjoy rioting, and uh, you know, we'll, we see that from time to time. Uh, yeah, I, I'm wondering, it's, though, it's if... It's not very admirable. Oh, yeah, absolutely, and it's really not an example of democracy. I, I believe very strongly in peaceful protest, and it's the responsibility of all citizens to protest and demonstrate for or against issues, but nonviolently. I've never seen anything like this where there's, there's true violence as if it's an organized riot, where professional rioters are literally showing up to take the battle against the candidate. Uh, do you think that's going to continue all the way through the general at, at the rate things are going? I guess it, it depends on how police forces handle it. I, I don't think it will. Um, you know, if you look at the Los Angeles situation or the Southern California situation of last week, you had maybe two or three hundred uh, uh, people out there protesting. Uh, I, I watched some of the video from that. And it, there were certainly Mexicans there. It seemed to be a, a Mexican-American kind of protest. Uh, but what the big story there isn't a, a couple of three hundred people out to, to, to make their displeasure known. The big story is three million people or more who went to work that day and they didn't have time for that kind of nonsense. So it's good to protest. It's good to make your voice heard. It's not good to jump up and down on police cars and smash windows and, and hurt people. And there were a few people who got hurt in that uh, demonstration. Yeah, so, you know, when you, you, you mentioned Ferguson a minute, a minute ago, Dr. Castleberry, there were a tremendous amount of people uh, literally bust into Ferguson uh, from outside the community. Uh, that were uh, paid a stipend per day. That were had the, they had their lunches supplied. They had water, uh, and they walked out with a check for coming to protest and literally didn't know anything about the issue. Uh, they weren't from the community, uh, and when their uh, demonstration business uh, employment was over, they were taken back uh, from wherever they came. And well, it seems no like we're power. seeing that. Excuse me, I apologize. But there's no power in that kind of protest. Nobody's impressed. Uh, it comes out to light. Uh, that is not a successful political strategy. And if I were the Donald Trump campaign, I'd be delighted to have that kind of uh, opposition because it only strengthens his hand. Yeah, you, uh, you raise so. an interesting point. Do you think it's helping the campaign? Oh, absolutely. It did. Yeah. So no, what do you foresee? Is it going to be a wild general election uh, season? Because nobody's showing up at the Hillary uh, camps. Uh, on a uh, on a similar basis. <laughs> that's big, that's her biggest problem is that her campaign doesn't inspire any passion at all. Uh, you know the Trump campaign certainly does inspire passion. I, I'm not not a fan of his, but uh, I do have to admire his political skill. And uh, I think uh, I think that we're probably not going to see this all the way to the election just because it isn't very effective. But I suppose it could happen. Yeah, I, I truly wonder uh, whether you're right or not. I, I think there's a certain degree of truth in what you said, doctor, that um, the louder the noise and the more uh, there is a, uh, a sense of these people aren't legitimately protesting for or against an issue, but are literally signed up to cause a dispute. 
wow, that's got to be helping him. Well, look, thanks for being us, with us, Dr. Castleberry. Up next, Marine Corps veteran and California congressional candidate, Jackie Atkinson. Uh, please stay with us. We're going to be right back. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.